0: This is Andrew Sahak from Life Was Peachy, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Ryan M. Brewer, Michael Fucking Malone. <laughs> What's up, bud? Nothing, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. good, good, good. good. Ryan- And my, what was my favorite line was uh, the non-zero number of people. Did you hear, did you hear that one? No. The, the, so basically the judge, this guy has like the transcript from the court thing. And the judge is like, basically he's like, there were Republicans there. Right. Right. And he was like, well, there was a non-zero number of people there. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge goes, I'm asking you as a representative of, the, of this side, were the Republicans represented? And the guy goes, yes. (laughs) And then they just like threw it out. It was like, were there? There was a non-zero number of people there. And I was like, wow. (laughs) First of all, that's incredible. Second of all, did he think it was going to work? It it reminds me, you know, Republicans have given... It's like throwing in a double negative on your mom and like hoping she doesn't notice. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I did not... Forget to clean my room.
1: <laughs> right.
0: What
1: was the, uh, we've, we've gotten some really great lines from the, the Republican Party in the last four years, mainly from Kellyanne Conway. What was the, um, what was the, oh God, when she was asked if she was lying, what did she say way back in the beginning? I don't, I have no idea. Oh man, it was so good. Uh, it was like in the first, first year of Trump um but she did like a double negative thing about lying and the and the and the <laughs> anchors were like wait wait <laughs> and they're trying to clear it up and she just stuck to that line and i She's was like, like holy shit like some jedi shit yeah, right it
0: Yeah. it was a non-zero number no i'm asking was was there anybody there the number of people was not zero yeah. <laughs> so there was somebody there a non-zero number a
1: non-zero of Number of people number were at people. the party, Mom. I <laughs> did you have a house party?
0: Well, there was a non-zero amount of people here with me, and in in addition to me, in a in non-zero me, number of additional parties were not not present. <laughs> <laughs> Wink, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we'll just give them that one." Yeah, just yeah. go to bed. All right. He just unironically tried. There was a non-zero number of people in the room. Unironic like like deadpan, just like, there was a non-zero number of people there. You know, in his head, he's just like, oh, my God, I just pulled off a Jedi mind trick on this motherfucker. And the judge is like, so you mean there were people there? I was like, shit, how did he figure that out so fast? This guy's superhuman. This guy. (laughs) He's onto us. Where, bail, do they get, bail. where do they get these people? Did you see how quickly he figured that out? <laughs> he's not one that of took our us, judges. That took us weeks to come up with that line, and he figured it out in a matter of <laughs> milliseconds. Well, so what do you think is going to happen? What, what What are we looking at here? I, I think a more interesting question is how long after his last tweet about how he won, yeah, it, he's never going to tweet, I lost. No. He's never going to tweet... I concede the race. He's never going to he never. No. But I what I want to know is how long after the last tweet that says the words I won the election, which is he's said it today, I think probably, yeah. right? I won the election. Okay? How long after the last tweet that I says I won that says I won the election, does he tweet about whatever his next thing is? Like that's my question. How long does he just does he even spend it'll be like i won the election i won the election i won and then the news is like trump moved out and he's like i'll be meeting at the blah, blah blah to talk about the future of my new venture like he's not even gonna <laughs> no, he'll there's, never it's acknowledge gonna go it. there's, it's gonna go straight from i won to just uh, the apprentice season nine like whatever the hell it is like right. he's gonna go straight to that there's gonna be no mention of moving out no none of that did None you of that. did you see he's so he's raising money and
1: and um, there's been a bunch of people that that have uh, that have broke this down. He's so he's raising money, right? He's he's sending out emails and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and where the money the money's uh, so he's raising money to fight the 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 good fight. The I think the fight, yes, the, you know the <laughs> to, good fight, yeah, yeah, to get recounts and all this stuff to pay for you know all, all the lawyers and this and that. However. <laughs> None of the
0: money is going towards that. If if it's a a donation uh, uh, in excess of eight thousand dollars, it actually goes to that, which means every motherfucker who put their credit card in to give money, yeah, statistically, is below five. You know what I mean? Like statistically, there's—I guarantee there are tons of people giving money to this thing. Oh my god! But they're all giving. I I gave them fifty bucks. Man, you ever hear like a rural? like white man talk about giving somebody 50 bucks he's serious about it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> That's a- i gave him 50 bucks man, you
1: better keep your fucking promise to that guy
0: yeah hunt i worked you down. Dude, i I worked at a uh i worked at a low voltage electronics um uh, place and i was the <laughs> customer service guy <laughs> so like uh security systems access control okay. cameras all, all right. those kinds of things
1: i've never heard it of- phrase that way a low voltage it's,
0: it's not like hot like a high voltage like you don't have an electrician come and do it it's you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. It's yeah voltage i've just never it, it, i've it, never heard these categories you're a son of a bitch
1: i really I've, I've, never, <laughs> I've never heard anybody use the term i need to yeah i need to you know what
0: i need to go to the low voltage store this afternoon electronic specialist you need a specialist malone to come deal with your whatever your house is so you know those people that have like home automation systems yeah yeah that's uh, low before, voltage b- before it was just google voice and you just put your google or your or your uh speakers and what's, what's the, your what's your name house. called alexa and what's her alexa yeah you put your alexa in every room before it was that back when it was like remember people who had like in-home audio did you ever have a buddy who had in home oh audio? yeah yeah where you like oh, it was on the wall and you were like we got xm right the, the house i like live in up.
1: now has speakers and like some of the the room like built into the walls and all that stuff. i have no idea how to back you know what you i gotta, need to gotta call a, a low voltage <laughs> electronic <laughs>
0: specialist i need to call somebody I'm telling you, that's what they do. Anyway, the point of the story was that this old man one time called me just livid, like that he wasn't getting his appointment taken care of. Like whatever it was he thought should have happened was not happening. And I was like, uh, well, I'm the customer service rep. I'm This is a small company. I'm the dude that schedules that stuff. <laughs> I'm Mr. Low Lavoid- <laughs> I am Mr. Low Lavoid- <laughs> And I didn't schedule the thing, man. So, like, if I didn't schedule it, that's why it didn't happen. So you need to stop yelling at me so we can figure out why I didn't schedule it. Because <laughs> there's some reason. So we got to figure out what that reason is. This is why I didn't do well in jobs like this. Because this is the way I talk to people. <laughs> people
1: call up Sorry. angry and you're like hey man
0: <laughs> fix your
1: fucking tone first, first off. of
0: all that's not helping anybody I don't know what the fuck you're talking about and the more you yell the less I want to find out what the fuck you're talking about so relax no so the long story short is this old man uh, or long story medium length at this point the old man comes in and is like here's, here's what happened a guy came to my house and I gave him 50 bucks <laughs> and i was like holy shit this whole thing is over the 50 bucks this guy gave somebody i who knows who someone just came to his house and he gave him 50 bucks you know it would be a great can you imagine being that old that you would just do something like that yeah i'm that old now if somebody showed up to my house right today and was like hey we're here to oh fix- do you get convinced of stuff yeah,
1: what a great scam that oh, that would be. Yeah. You just started showing up just at old show people's houses in a uniform, and you're like, hey, man, I'm here to check out the hot water or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then you go and mess with the sink for, like, 20 minutes, and you're like, all right, that that'll be uh, 275 and sign here. <laughs> and then they're like, here you go. Here's my Wait old man, God Damn Wait a
0: goddamn minute. What did, <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> And so that, then they and call who, the place, and then they call me, and they're like, I gave him 50 bucks.
1: <laughs> exactly. And you're like, hold on, man.
0: <laughs> Adjust your tone. Dude, first of all, relax. <laughs> I hate that you lost 50 bucks, but I'm fairly confident that I'm not mm. the reason. Fucking going all good fellas on me. <laughs> you, you're
1: talking to my guy all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you talk to my guy,
0: okay? Give me tongue. Yeah. Me and big, we have to send big tone down. Send <laughs> big tone over to your house. <laughs> I have to send big tone down. Uh, you're gonna adjust your tone, or big tone's or gonna big adjust tone's it for you. Over. He knows a thing or two about adjusting tones. It's in his name. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I did not know that about you. That you were a low voltage specialist. <laughs>
0: I wasn't a specialist. I was just the customer service rep who wrangled the specialist. Sorry, low voltage uh receptionist. I had a lot of jobs. I was a security guard once. Who? Who hired <laughs> you're a buck ten? <laughs> What are you protecting, anyway? So first of all, the job had very little to do with security. I have no, I have no idea why it was called the security guard, but goddammit, it, I was called the security guard. Oh my god! Um, it was more like a lot safety guard, is basically what it was. You're protecting my job,
1: parking spaces.
0: Yeah. Well, here's what it was. It was a. It was a like a, a warehouse. Right. Yeah. So you would have your incoming trucks on the one side of the warehouse and your outgoing trucks on the other side. And they'd be in and out all day. And it was my job to just walk around with a clipboard. I would like somebody would walkie talkie me who worked for the place where the warehouse was. <laughs> right. I was working for the security firm they outsourced to. They would radio to me and be like, hey, we need uh truck number six, five, two, three indoor door number 43. And I'd be like, all right, and write it down and then go tell the truck driver where to go. But the good thing was uh, it was like a 10-hour shift I had to work. It was busy as fuck for the first hour and busy as fuck for the last hour. And I literally parked the truck in between. And I was the security guy, so I knew where all the cameras were. So I parked the truck in between semis and just slept (laughs) all day. That was what I was playing in my first band. And we didn't do anything but play music and drink beer. So my job was I'd, like, stumble in and be busy as hell for an hour and then sleep all day and then get up and be busy as hell for another hour and then go home. I had a job like that. I worked at uh, Things Remembered at the mall. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute. Yeah. Is this uh, is this like glamour shots? No, worse. This is uh, the place you go to get, like, your name uh, in cursive on a bracelet. Do you know how to do that? Yeah, man. Well, it's a machine. What do you mean? Do I know how to do that? Like I'm fucking carving. Do you just? <laughs> Before, I, didn't know I was I... a blacksmith for four years. <laughs> By the way, I've worked it <laughs> almost. <laughs> what is this fucking Game like, of Thrones?
0: Uh, yeah, you're fucking gendry or blowing blowing glass or something. <laughs> I don't know what you, you 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 dropped on me like three conversations ago that you used to like as an amateur shy job draw Disney characters onto wood. <laughs> how how different is that? You can etch names on a bracelet. That really on
1: air? Or are we talking private about that?
0: I don't know. I Was I not supposed either. to tell anyone? I don't this know. That's is this part of my secret identity? You, is it what you're keeping back for your biography later <laughs> on? Yeah, yeah. And my autobiography. You're no is are better called, than you're no better than Woodward.
1: <laughs> my my autobiography is called "Draw Me a Little Dream," and it's.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I.
1: Would
0: why do if, I feel like? Why do I feel like your mom embroidered that <laughs> on a on a pillow and gave it to you for your 17th birthday <laughs> and that's why you quit drawing i feel like that's you know, like this is dumb i don't want to do this anymore. first off I was i'm not 26 drawing, i'm not drawing anyone little dreams <laughs> uh, i so, have big dreams of comedy <laughs> i worked at almost every store at the mall I worked at like, K-Jewelers. Did you leave simultaneously? No, these are all <laughs> different times. It's like uh, Mondays, I work at K-Jewelers. Yeah. Tuesdays, I put the names on the bracelets. You're no, a true renaissance this man. This is like bro. when you
1: find out some guy like fucked every girl in the friend group, and you're like, had it at the same time? Or was it separate? He's like, no, it's separate
0: times. They all knew about it. <laughs>
1: How did he do it? We we'll, we'll never know.
0: Do you know how to set stones into rings and stuff? Okay, look, where what year do you think I'm working these jobs? The fourteen
1: hundreds? I don't know how K jeweler Setting works, Malone. Don't I? May I write down a ring that I sold on a piece of
0: paper, <laughs> and we order more? You don't resize bands or anything like resize. that? resize band? No. <laughs>
1: I write who's doing that shit then on a piece of paper this don't fit <laughs> <laughs>
0: who's who's doing it where's it going is it, it in house mailed off or
1: is or, there some little troll in the back doing sometimes it? there's a guy that just lives in the back room and you drop off a ring or a bracelet and you say hey man this needs fixed
0: <laughs> and he's like hey. sorry sorry <laughs> If I didn't think it was that (laughs) far-fetched that you talked yourself into the little guy who sleeps in the back room job. I thought maybe you talked your way into it. No,
1: that's actual work. I was good at just talking to people. That's why they they had me on the front lines, Brewer. You know? Man. So I worked at K Jewelers. I worked at KB Toys. Is
0: this in order of, is this chronological order no i can though let me see if yeah I can let's do, do it that. let's okay. do it that way so i started working or in order of how you liked it to you hated it oh uh, which one do you choose man i'm gonna oh man i don't
1: know i'm just gonna list them first and then we can go through them okay all right i i, I started at kb toys all uh, right, which is just a random. It's not
0: creepy at all. Toy store. <laughs> it's not a creepy store to work at at all. No, You're not, a creep not for back there. in the
1: day. Oh, I mean, we sold Dude. fucking basketball cards and and
0: action figures
1: and shit like and video games. There
0: was... Yeah, to little kids, Malone. I didn't mean the toys were creepy. I meant you were. No, I wasn't <laughs> creepy. I let all my friends steal. So anyway, what did they steal? Baseball I, cards. Yeah. Were you a basketball card guy? I was. You were? Yeah, for a I minute. Kinda, I kind of was. For I also a while. I also got into
1: Pogs. Really? Yeah, I was a big Pog guy.
0: I couldn't understand. Did you just collect them or did you actually play? I played them. You know how to play Pogs? <laughs> yeah. To me, that's not any weirder than knowing how to etch a name into a bracelet, <laughs> I knew Malone. You were that's say some any- shit like that. <laughs>
1: Let me tell you something. I didn't Dude, collect good car. I liked I liked players that didn't have any.
0: Do you value. Sud- do you suddenly have like uh, like late eighties, early nineties names pop up into your head, and you're like, I wonder what happened to that guy? Because yeah. it happens to me all the time. My, you know my I was, favorite. You know player? who I called somebody the other day? What? Look at you, Kiki Vandaway. Remember that guy? I don't, I don't guy? know what that is. Oh. Dude, that's the wildest. <laughs> that's the one that always sticks with me. He's one of those 90s guys. <laughs> I always was getting a Kiki Vandaway card. What? Oh, I uh,
1: see here's the deal. Like I liked I okay. I I loved players. The Bulls. No. Anthony Hardaway
0: was my guy. Penny Hardaway, right? Have you seen the thirty for thirty?
1: Yes. Incredible. Oh, it's so good. It's so fucking
0: good. Yeah, I had a Shaq Orlando jersey. I liked I Shaq a, when he was at LSU. I loved Shaq. I had a
1: Shaq and Penny Hardaway Magic Orlando Magic jerseys, right? I lo- those yep. that
0: was my fucking that that was my team, dude. And then Did your mom have to put a a, a, a rule about the number of times a week you could wear it? Oh, I wore, like I had enough of them.
1: I had different colors and I had oh, I was an only kid, so I had like right, anything I ever right. wanted. And so right. <laughs>
0: I had, like, one, and I had to be like, as long as I don't wear it every day, that's okay. So if I wear it on Monday, I could wear it on Wednesday uh, and Friday yeah. also. I had red ones. I had black ones. I had away, I had white away
1: jerseys. I had, uh, also, I loved uh, Alonzo Morning for the for the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> and I had a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. I had the fitted hats. I had all that shit. I was Hornets geared to the... Ma- and here's the thing. I collected these... These cards of like Alonzo Mourning and Anthony Hardaway and all the nobody gave a fuck about. The, like, I gave away so many good cards to get stuff from like fucking Horace Grant on the Orlando Magic. Like, yeah, I got a Horace Grant card. I just had to give away my Kevin Garnett rookie starter <laughs> hologram. <laughs>
0: You, know, you were like, you were into the team building.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was a fan of these Dude, guys. Dude, here's the thing. That was that was the problem. You, you can't be a card
0: collector and a fan. You have to be one or the other. Did you try to imagine that you were building the team, like that you were the team CEO and that you were like acquiring players and you're like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to give up a quality Kevin Garnett card, but we need that Horace Grant. We need his gusto. I wish I was that cool. I just thought I was Anthony Hardaway. (laughs) Did you think you were going to be a professional basketball player? Yes.
1: (laughs) Of course I did.
0: I I drew a little dream about it. You did. How long? <laughs> how long did you did you think that? Years. I had a how basketball. Old, how old were you when you real? How okay? Two questions. First yeah. of all, when did you stop playing basketball? Oh when was your last God. year?
1: Hey man, I never stopped. I'm still playing. Dog. <laughs> okay. First off, it's all. <laughs> first
0: off, I never stopped.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's get that straight. Right All right, now. basketball Jones. All right. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> oh man. I uh
1: okay, so I worked at KB Toys. Okay. Then uh I worked at I don't know the orders, I'm just gonna list them. I worked at K Jewelers, KB Toys, Things Remembered. I worked at both Foot Locker and Finish Line at the same Dude. time.
0: Dude. Uh I also That's like being a crip and a blood at the same time. <laughs>
1: It was around the holidays, you could pick up extra work, and they were like, do you know anything about shoes? I'm like, motherfucker, I work at Foot Locker.
0: (laughs) I work right over there. (laughs) Of course I know about shoes. I'm not a referee. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I know about shoes. Did Uh, you ever referee? Did you ever do that job? No, I don't know. I I went and got a soccer referee license and did that for a while in middle school. It was miserable. I hated it. Yeah. Do Do you still hate soccer? I mean, I'm just,
1: I don't hate it. I'm just not interested in it.
0: Is that fair? Are you, do you, do you, but you, it's, I don't know if it's fair. What? Um, I don't know if fair is the right word for it. Like acceptable, maybe it's acceptable. Yeah. Like there are things all the time that people get really excited about a show or something. And like, uh, I'll be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. And they'll be like, are you, you going to watch it? And they're like, probably not. And they'll be like, why? And I'm like, well, it sounds great. It's just, I'm just not interested in taking that on as an additional thing I got to worry about in my head right now. You know, like you got yeah. to, I've, I've reached a point in my life where it sounding like a good show isn't enough. There has to, <laughs> you can be like, yeah. it, and this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and i like, yeah, that sounds great, and also, I'm not going to watch it. I'm just not.
2: <laughs> I've I'm had not those
1: conversations where people go on and on about something, and in my head, I'm just letting them talk, and I'm just like, I'm never going to watch this fucking show. Gonna, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to watch it. I've also been in the reverse role where I've been explaining a show to somebody,
0: and you can just tell. You, you can tell they're not interested. Yeah, but you're too far into it, and you're like, well, yeah. I got to wrap this up. I'm gonna I'm gonna seem like a really weird guy if I passionately spoke for thirty seconds and Sorry, stop in the middle of a sentence. Stop and like ah you check it out.
1: <laughs> no, che- I have to fucking finish uh, the speech. Yeah. Uh
0: uh-huh. Um
1: I think uh you know, I worked other places in the mall, I just can't remember where. Um but I things remembered was great because nobody ever fucking came there,
0: right? <laughs> ever ever No. did you get any kind of did you get any was this a, a commissioned sales no or were you just straight no. flat hourly you just it's literally it was a booth in the middle of the mall and oh I, it was a booth yeah and did so, you go from a brick and mortar store to a booth and then back to a brick and mortar store a yeah. real richest to rags to richest store
1: yeah and usually i was the only one there too so it was only a one-man booth you know um, so I would either open the store in the morning or close at night. And either way, like you're just there for eight hours by yourself and literally, I mean, when's the last time you got a fucking quilt em- embroidered? <laughs> when's the last time you wanted to write, I love you on a fucking life alert necklace? Never. How, dude.
0: how long was the training for this class, oh, this, this job? Forever. Because you did have to learn how to do all you the, had to, like, you had to learn to do the machines, right? Yeah. But so the there things, was some skill involved,
1: not re- i mean you is there skill in key making <laughs> <laughs> I mean a four year old can make it at home Depot now,
0: you know, so like yeah, is there skill there yeah, I think there is because have you have you been to a place where they like do it by hand? yeah, I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing we were talking about. I think I was actually screaming at you about it like not <laughs> not on the podcast, it was just in our personal lives. Yeah. Uh, I was screaming about how the robots are coming and no one gives a shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like there was somebody in town who used to have a van who drove around with a bunch of keys in it. Do you remember this guy? Like, did you ever have to? So my grandpa was like, my grandpa was always trying to do stuff himself. Did did he touch you, Ryan? He was, yeah. Did he? (laughs) Do we need to talk about the man with the keys? No, we don't. (laughs) I'm Just saying there used to be a there used to be a locksmith who would drive around and he would like have a key that probably kind of matched yours, and then he would like had this machine that had to cut it out. What the fuck are you talking about? You never had like a mobile locksmith ever no no way no I just assumed that all small midwestern towns had them i know. Because there was Never. one when I lived in Newcastle one when I lived in Alexandria, the other place. Same I guy? I just assumed that was a thing. No, different guy. <laughs> I was like, he,
1: he, you need to report him. He's he not. moved with me. He yeah, moved on exactly. in my life. He was like
0: Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. He just came along with us. That's your guardian angel. I'm just here to make yeah. the keys. Yes. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just the key ever, maker. Ever feel like your potential is... Locked. <laughs> uh I saw this I saw this uh, meme the other day that was just uh
1: I've got the key to your like, heart and like, your butthole.
0: Like, <laughs> and your butthole. What? Nothing. <laughs> uh it was just the guy from the office uh looking through some blinds mm-hmm. and it said uh it said uh <laughs> my undiagnosed mental illness um watching other people tell my 10-year-old self how much potential I have. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> that's pretty you accurate. know, I heard a pretty trippy no, quote. But you didn't have a mobile? No. A mobile?
1: Uh, no, nobody like had that. Nobody had that. I'm going to, I'm. we're going to, uh, let's tweet it out right now. We're gonna tweet right this out. right
0: this very second.
1: Yeah, we're not gonna get any results. We have four. It's followers. the
0: part of the show where Malone freaking yeah. tweets stuff. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: go to the the Twitter sphere here. Um, yeah. Has anyone ever heard or had a mobile key maker in it's there like a? Like a town uh
0: what do they call those vans
1: a guy with a van <laughs> <would> <laughs> drive around and make copies of your keys question mark anything like that question mark question mark okay, and we'll it's out. out it's out in the world and i don't it's think the world. anybody is, i've never fucking heard, and In a time, like, this guy would have had to be revolutionary. Let me tell you something. Because, (laughs) why am I talking like Trump? Let me (laughs) tell you something. Never before has there been a man. No, but seriously, think about it. This is way before food trucks or mobile grooming or housekeeping or any of this. So you're telling me you had this fucking pioneer of industry yeah. Driving around your fucking small butt fuck town of Indiana. That's a state, but yes. Making keys <laughs> and making people uncomfortable.
0: Yes, both of years, those things. 20 yes.
1: years before a fucking food Before truck, a Uber was even Uber, heard of. Uber, uh, mobile, uh, nude, housekeeper, any of those things.
0: Get I bet fucked. they were. I bet there were nude housekeepers long before that. But Not I, I take the rest of. I take the rest <laughs> of your point. I, I take the rest of your point. But also, uh, but they would also like help you get out of your like if your car was if you locked your keys in your car. They they knew how to jimmy cars. Brewer, and stuff to what you're
1: you. talking about is the police. <laughs>
0: No, These are- I'm not talking about the police. I would never call the police for such a thing. I was trying to play this game the other day uh, with myself in my head. What would have to happen for me to call the police? That's what I was thinking about. Like, what would have to happen in my life for me to call the Bro, police? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now.
1: You could just call them for. You're white. You could call them for anything. You could call them for dinner. You could call them. I disagree. To change a tire.
0: I have a record. Oh come on, guy. But I mean, it's like DUI. It's not like I like yeah, killed somebody got- or anything like that. But uh, a lot of that depends on the pristine record, and that's a lot of the problem with the profiling and the and the like, the, just the like wanton pulling over of people of color is because once you have that record, right. Then they have double reason to look at you for, and so whereas. A lot of white people get the benefit of just being like, slow down and get the fuck out of here. The unintended benefit of that is that it doesn't get on their record. Because once you do have a thing on your record, then they do start to take a look at you differently. Mm, interesting. And so so part of the thing is the, the reason that these – the numbers that indicate that people are just being pulled over right. in larger numbers uh, when they're of color – that's one of the big problems is because, like, once you're on that radar of being somebody who gets pulled over, who does have – has had saying, done something wrong in the past. You're
1: saying having a record or, you know, DUI and all these things will taint your whiteness. Yeah, Man, this feels like a trap. <laughs>
0: Are you saying you'll lose privilege points
1: <laughs> depending on how many
0: yes yes, are because on I think record. white i think white privilege is just like any other privilege it is to varying degrees depending upon right. who you are, there are different certain shades. Corners, there's different egg There's eggshells there's, 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 there's yeah, right <laughs> there's certain cornerstones of like your whiteness that like are are uh, unavoidably better, but there you can lose other other benefits <laughs> that you have that that tend to work in tandem with those if you're a white person you already got the world by the by the by the short and curlies but if you add to the fact that you have no record whatsoever then you're really just you're really just tearing the world up (laughs) tearing the world the potential is unlimited yeah because uh it's it's a poor people thing man it's a poor it's a thing poor people have to deal with so i would read books uh (laughs) waiting to just transition as harshly as
1: I could from that
0: to answer your previous question that's how Trump's going to move on from the White House <laughs> by the way it's going to be like that it's going to be like but I won I won I won the election season 9 of The Apprentice <laughs> who are we getting Like it's, it's literally just he's just going to move gloss over it I
1: bet OJ does The Apprentice if it comes back Thank they- you.
0: I bet he does. You think? He did you see him golf? You think Oj you think OJ's primed for a
1: comeback? Yeah. Did you not have you not do you not follow OJ Simpson on Twitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> so O. J. Simpson signed up for Twitter, but all he does is post videos. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand what Twitter really is, and so he just posts a video, usually golfing. So
0: he thinks he's he's signed up for like Instagram, Instagram or, stories, but, so he's using, really, but he's using, but tw- he's using well, tweets and tweets well, and fleets. I don't know what it. I don't. We, we don't have time for that. Tweets so, and tweets,
1: <laughs> fleets and tweets. So OJ signed up for Twitter. This is before fleets were available. So yeah, he just so posts dumb. videos. Yeah, and they're usually him golfing, and it's, he, he's and he's very positive. He's like so happy, and yeah. he's just. I mean, who? I mean, come on, and. Uh, why wouldn't you be if you're O.J. Simpson? And uh, and so he comes on there, and he's like, hey, good morning, everybody. And he's got that fucking O.J., like, commercial fucking, you know, voice and all that. And he's like, hey, good morning, everybody. i uh, here at the Arizona golf course, and uh, I just wanted to tell everybody to have a great day. And, uh, you know, I was thinking the other day about, and he'll, like, give some kind of life message about, like, keeping your head up and like good times. And then it will be like, all right, well, take care of yourself out there. <laughs> I know. I and he does like dad jokes and shit. And the most Dude. recent one, he talked about <laughs> Trump. He said, he goes, you know, uh, good morning from Arizona, you know, <laughs> fucking golf course, wherever. And he's like, you know, I was thinking the other day about how everybody is, uh, he is mad on both sides, you know? And, uh, that, you know, even the blah, blah, blah. And he goes on and on. And he's like, but we got to keep in mind is, you know, not everything that he did was bad. He did a lot of good things for a lot of folks, you know, taxes, for instance. I think Joe Biden should keep the taxes down. And Trump did a really good job. I hope he continues doing financially what Trump had done for many Americans out there. And he just goes on this rant about Trump's financial plan. And he's like, all right, guys. Take care. <laughs> it's like fucking OJ. Dude. So, yes, OJ Simpson will do a That's incredible on nine. so
0: many levels for so many different reasons. I'm going to I'm going to look up an OJ Simpson video right now. Dude, it reminds me of I don't know where I saw this. Maybe on on one of the like countless OJ documentaries that came out. They're all right in a row from like ESPN and like yeah. FX and stuff. But it was my favorite OJ moment, uh, aside from the whole Chappelle bit about the times he met OJ. Oh God, that's, uh, that's incredible! That special is but, one of my favorites. Oh, it's so good. But uh, but so apparently, someone was like, some to try to warn him about something. I think like like OJ, you 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 can't do that. Like like that's an area of town where you shouldn't go or something like that. Oh, and he yeah. just didn't understand why, and they were like, well, because like they don't. They don't necessarily take too kindly to to like black people in that area, and OJ, they, it's like he just stared at him like just completely confused, and he just goes, "But I'm not black, I'm I'm the juice." Uh, yeah, I'm OJ Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the juice. Like, like what? Like, he just yeah. here we go. He's like in
2: Twitter world is me. You're pretty cold and
1: windy. On a golf He's on a golf course. The I had an interesting thing
2: happen. Uh, before I came into the golf course, I went over and had breakfast uh, on the corner near my home. When I went in, I saw what appeared to be a homeless guy in the entryway uh, next to the restaurant. On the way out, I looked at him, and, yeah, he was homeless. He was a little neat. I started my car up, then I walked over and I gave him a few bucks. And said, man, uh, why don't you go get a cup of coffee? Maybe a donut or something. Thank
1: me. So basically the story is about O.J. O- Simpson... Finding a homeless guy in the corner and then he gave him a couple bucks and a sandwich and somebody yelled at him for it. And he was like, hey, man, we're all down and out sometimes. You know, we're all human. And he starts going on. And then he talks about Trump's financial (laughs) (laughs) plan. Hey, I said, guys,
2: look who's a member now. And uh, he walked in. And uh, it wasn't many members back then. So you you, you had to bring your game with you. He ended up playing nine holes with us. He was a total gentleman. We talked about the Lakers. It was basketball season, and he had never been to a basketball game, so I invited him to a Laker game. I Is he
0: Jerry talking about Bus. Trump? He I always he like him.
2: I picked him up. We went to the forum club. I thought we would have tickets on the floor, but Jerry had a sit with him, and he was way up in the heavens. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, Connery had his scotch. Not, oh Sean Connery! Oh not Sean Connor. Okay. Uh, Martini, but he was a total gentleman. God bless him and his family. A couple of interesting games this week, especially um, Pittsburgh
1: and... the <laughs> so, so that was O.J. Simpson talking about the time he met Sean Connery at a, at a basketball game, and then immediately switching to what's the latest in sports. <laughs> like he does these like two minute
0: twitter video i can't you have to follow oj simpson on twitter uh, who, who knew i mean apparently i really have to follow oj simpson on twitter i didn't know it was a thing yeah so i would just read books at this things are Remembered place. yeah we can hop back on that train as it swings around <laughs> uh <laughs> Because nobody ever came there. So
1: I would literally do nothing at that job. What
0: books did a high school Malone read? (sighs) Do you really want to know? I do. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. I read... (laughs) One of the books that I read and I loved at the time... Okay. ...was LL Cool J's
0: Autobiography... (laughs) Oh well, well, I'm sure LL Cool J had a had a very interesting uh, life. You want to hear a full circle moment? Yes.
1: So I read LL Cool J's autobiography twice. It's that good. I loved LL Cool J growing up. Wow. Loved LL. Dressed like him for. My senior year, I think, or junior year, I was all Fubu, head to toe, one pant leg up, double pierced ears, the whole deal. Oh my god! Backwards fitted hat, the whole deal. Like I was LL
0: Cool J for like a year. Okay. Wow. Now I read the book. My mom had an uncomfortable, and I think probably persists to have an uncomfortable sexual thing for LL Cool J. Wow. Keep her away every from time, me. Dog. Every time, every time, she- <laughs> I know. Good Lord! Think about how different my life could have been had my mom only bumped into old tank sauce.
1: Oh boy, I had the I had the 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 key to a good LL Cool J is the is, dripping is,
0: dripping with tank sauce. It's
1: the is the lip licking. You got you got you got to lick your lips because you LL Cool J baby, and um, so anyways, flash forward, I moved to fucking. Hollywood to you know draw a little dream and I'm living in this (laughs) I'm living in this little this little house uh finally get this little bungalow right Mm -hmm. and uh sorry my first week there in this little home uh I I wake up one morning to what sounds like somebody outside my my bedroom window and I'm like what the fuck is that like a group of people like I, I I thought maybe you know, somebody's getting arrested or something. Because there's a lot of yeah. motion and sounds. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Somebody getting chased through my yard? Somebody was getting chased through my yard, Ryan. Who was it? They were taping an episode of whatever cop show that L. O. Cool J was on. And he was chasing down somebody, literally, in a little alleyway right outside my bedroom window for five hours that day. LL Cool J was six feet away from me, just in my front yard, in my little side yard, right outside my bedroom window for hours, hours, my hero, my, my everything, Mr. LL Cool J himself, ladies love him, I loved him, and he was
0: right outside my window, and you know what, I did nothing. I did you didn't have the balls moments. to say, hey, you didn't take your autobiography out and ask him to autograph it? No, I took a shitty, blurry photo on my probably iPhone 4 or whatever the fuck I had at
1: the time. Malone. And I tweeted about it or, or Facebooked or something. I told the world about it, and I did not I did not act on it at all. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. You know what I would have done? Yeah. <laughs> The exact same fucking
1: thing. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? You go out in the, in the
0: middle of filming? Hey, I read your book. Hey, I couldn't help but notice on the count that you're running through my yard here. And uh, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, I'm not going to press charges. But anyway... <laughs> Can I just tell you that LL Cool J is one of the
1: biggest fucking human beings I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude? I can imagine he's a big old dude. Second biggest human I real quick. Second biggest human being I ever saw up close. You ready for this? Who's wait, LL
0: is number one or number two behind this? LL
1: is number two on this
0: person. I've and seen both of them is up close. Whom?
1: I was at a Colts. Uh a football game. Uh-huh. Uh, they were in the playoffs. Kay. I was two rows back because I was dating a girl at the time who loved the Indianapolis Colts. And so we went to every fucking home game, and she didn't care how much the tickets were. And she wanted to sit, like, front fucking row every time.
0: Wow. So we... Responsible uh, financial yeah, uh, behavior. Yeah. Well, she
1: had the money. Whatever. Uh, So... We we were two rows back playoffs game Indianapolis Colts and motherfucking Ray Lewis was on our side. Uh, they were uh, is it the Ravens? Who did he play for?
0: Yeah, he played for the Ravens.
1: Yeah, so uh, Ravens are on our side of the of the field, uh, their bench and all that stuff. So I was two rows back from fucking Ray Lewis, and that guy was like a small vehicle. He was just <laughs> destroying people. And one of yeah. the biggest humans I've ever seen, like, in real life. Holy fucking shit, that
0: dude is massive. Yeah. That's wild. My brother uh, my brother used to work at a, a tropical smoothie cafe outside of Orlando, and Shaq came in. Oh, holy shit, he's huge. And he was like, that man is... So much bigger than you think he is, like you already think like he's massive, he's Shaq yeah, and he's just so much bigger than that remember uh <laughs> when they lived in Orlando, they used to see people a lot, like they like uh they my brother saw remember big show, oh yeah From, he saw big show at a movie theater once, and he <laughs> was like the like we had to sit like five rows back yeah. so you could see over the top of him
1: <laughs> sir, can you <laughs> scoot down? Sir, uh, sit down. How how alarming I, was I,
0: it I am sitting. How,
1: how alarming was it when you uh when you met Brad and saw how tall he was?
0: He's astoundingly tall. He's Yeah. He's freakishly tall. He's astoundingly tall. tall. Yeah. You
1: see it on TV yeah. and you're like that's a tall guy. And then you see you meet him in real life and you're like that's a, a really tall fucking human. Yeah, he's
0: a, he's a massive dude. He's yeah. a massive dude because it's not often Honestly, it's not that often, and you're right. I'm like not. I don't weigh very much. I'm not a big guy. Yeah. But it's not often that I walk into a room and I'm like, I am tiny compared to this other human. <laughs> like, nor you know what I mean. Like, yeah. uh, as a six-two gentleman, you generally like are at least on eye level with most people. So, so, but you prepare yourself going to meet someone like Brad. You're like, oh yeah, he's tall. I've seen it on TV. But then you, it's all, it's. Yeah, astounding. F- it's astounding. F- For a second, you go, Christ. The first time I got to hang with with um, Brad Garrett, who we're talking about, the first time I
1: got to hang with Brad, uh, we were we were in Vegas, and he goes, uh, we were getting ready to go upstairs and gamble a little bit after the show, and he goes, uh, he goes, now when we go upstairs, we're not going to stop, okay? We're just going to keep walking. And he had security with him and all that, and I said, okay, cool. And he's like, so you know, I- I'll take pictures here and there, but I-, I I don't I don't I just just get to the tables. It's okay. Yeah. He goes, because w- once we start, if we stop anywhere, like we're going to be there forever. <laughs> you know, that, that kind yeah, of thing. Right. And so we're like, cool, got it. And so he, and, uh, and he goes, and uh, he goes, plus nobody knows who the fuck I am, anyways. <laughs> right. And I go, yeah, right. You know, whatever. And he goes, no, I'm serious. Yeah. He goes, most people think I'm Kramer. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. He goes, I'm serious. He goes, most Latino people, especially, believe I'm Kramer. They They don't know. <laughs> They think I'm a Kramer. <laughs> so we go upstairs. I swear to God, we're cutting through the fucking MGM, right? And, of course, everybody's right. turning, and they're like, oh, fucking, you know, Brad. Right. And, uh, and we, we we get halfway to the tables, and this little Latino couple stops us. <laughs> And they're like, they stop and they're like, oh, can we get picture, picture, picture? And he's like, oh, okay, okay, one picture, one picture. And he stops and he and he's talking to them. And they're like, we love Seinfeld, we love it so much. And he goes, thanks for watching. And he went along with it. And we walked away. And he goes, I fucking told you, Mikey. <laughs> the best. They the all best. think I'm Kramer. They all think I'm Kramer. That's fantastic. Oh, it's the best. They think I'm Kramer. So that wasn't even my best job. My best job <laughs> was it things
0: remembered. Was? Was it was it things remembered because primarily because yeah. there was so little actual work to do.
1: No, you know what? My best job, my best job was at the YMCA. Okay. We had a we had a YMCA downtown and I had friends that worked there and I was uh, oh my god, oh holy shit. We have something in common. I was a security guard
0: brewer. At the YMCA? At the
1: YMCA. <laughs> well not really a security guard, but don't I don't was... they let
0: homeless people use the showers <laughs> at the YMCA? What the yes. hell are you guarding?
1: Look, I wasn't like a security guard guard. I was more like, what do they call it? Like a, like a building, not maintenance, but I would just make sure that like kids are where they're supposed to be and not ditching their class or not smoking in the bathroom or stuff like, what
0: is that? Like. Building, i have no idea whatever the fuck you sound like hall monitor from like yeah. middle, from elementary school
1: kind of and i would just like kind of uh yeah i would just monitor to make sure that everybody was where they were supposed to be right but there was three of us and we were all really good friends because this place was fucking huge It was five floors you know and so yeah. uh, there's three of us and so we what we would do is we would switch off they had a uh when when um we would rent it out for the weekends because, you know, like Boys and Girls Club would come in or, you know, the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or whoever the fuck, a school or something would rent rent out the, the facility on Friday night or Saturday night. So it would be like a private event. And so what we would do was one of, or two of us would hang in the private VIP, like, lounge member because none of them are coming in. It's closed to the public. So you'd have to have a special key card to get in and all that stuff. And there was a hot tub in there and all that shit. So we would go and gank fucking pizza or food or whatever they had and sodas. And we would hang out in the little private little VIP room and then have only one of us go and patrol the area because it's not that many people were there. And then we would just switch off like every half hour, hour yeah. and just be like, all right, man, go check the basketball courts. We're going to stay in here. We put on movies or whatever. And then after we would close, we would, uh, uh, we would, uh, we, everybody would leave like all the employees, you know, and then me and my two buddies, they would come back or I would come back. Whoever was closing at night, we'd, we'd come back. Mm-hmm. We'd meet back at the YMCA. I'd let them in through the side door. We would hook our CD player up, to the house system radio, and we'd be blaring like fucking Tupac and Biggie and like all these, all this great stuff, right? Through the system. And then we would go swimming, we'd invite girls over, we'd fucking <laughs> pee off the roof. We would just hang out till like three in the fucking morning at this giant ass YMCA. It was like our own personal mansion. We'd play pool, we'd fucking get in a hot tub. Like it was. The best job I ever had in my whole fucking life, and I got to work there with some really close like some of my best friends and we just got to hang out all the time. Here's how I lost the job my I can't wait
0: my I can't wait
1: friends we all had little cubby holes behind the front
0: desk, okay, and okay. that's where you would get
1: you know mail
0: your. Correspondence. Right, yeah,
1: newsletters or whatever. Yeah, of course. Somebody, one of my buddies, I don't know which one it was, but one of my buddies thought it'd be funny to fill out a- an application because we were hiring, right? They filled out an application with all this filthy fucking stuff. Like, you know, name like, uh, you know, Michael Horsecock Malone and like, I live at 123 uh, Fuck You Lane and. <laughs> I mean, just nasty shit, right? Like, you know, uh-huh. my, what's my yeah, phone number? One yeah. eight hundred. Suck dicks, and you're like, okay,
0: <laughs> that's not even the right number All of letters right. to, <laughs> <have> to even. <laughs> they put that in the
1: cubby of the of the supervisor. Oh no! And so when I came in. I had a couple of days off, and I came in, and I had a little thing in my cubby that was like, hey, go see the fucking supervisor. And I went in the office, and she's like, you want to tell me what this is? And I was like, Pfft,
0: I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, judging by the looks of it, uh, hilarious, yeah. but other than that, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Did you try to reach me at this number? <laughs> and so... Because, again, that's not even the right number <laughs> of letters. You should have been tipped off right away, right away. <laughs> that this was a hoax. So I got fired
1: for use, for that? For use of profanity. She thought I did it. And I was like, why would you turn it in on yourself? Exact Brewer, exactly. So I lost the best job I ever had with not even anything I did.
0: That's devastating. Isn't that wild? Way to bring the mood down. Yeah, we got it. We dude, got to get out dude, of here. Dude, think anyways. about it though. Would you ever have moved out of town and pursued comedy if that was your job? No, there? I'd own that fucking place. Dude, uh, I can I briefly point out that uh, your list of 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 three things that that every high school kid would do in that scenario <laughs> is blaring <and> Tupac, <laughs> inviting girls over, yeah. and peeing off the peeing
1: roof. Peeing off the roof. <laughs> yeah. It was great because it was downtown. And, you know, downtown in my little small town meant there were like four buildings. And uh, (laughs) we were on one of them, baby. And uh, it was. Being off that motherfucker. It was the highest, almost the highest spot in town, probably. It was great. Oh, man. We shot. uh, We used to shoot a.
0: Okay, loads off the roof. No. We used to shoot loads <laughs> off the
1: roof, and that's how I got fired. It landed <laughs> on a mobile key maker, and he turned me in.
0: No, and he said thank you.
1: <laughs> I we used to shoot a. Uh, this would be a, a story for another time, but uh,
0: Faber and tease I it.
1: go ahead and tease it. Faber and I had our own local access television I was show? imagining
0: uh the two other friends in your uh, your other YMCA story yeah. uh as Faber in two different outfits. <laughs> those,
1: so no, the one of their name we called uh, one we all had nicknames, right? Tank sauce <laughs> Yeah, Tank sauce. Uh-huh. Faber was Fabie Baby, of course. Fabie Baby. Yeah. Fabie Baby. Fabie Baby. Faby
0: baby Faby baby. <laughs>
1: Baby, baby. Uh, Wasn't even a baby. We call him Faby, baby. (laughs) Faby, baby. baby. One of my buddies that worked at the YMCA, we called him Cliffy Capone because his name was Cliff.
0: (laughs) We just called him Capone a lot. Uh, (laughs) We called him Cliffy Capone. Yeah. Because his name was Cliff. As if the part of that nickname I had questions about was not <laughs> C- was not Capone. Right. Had nothing to do with Capone. His name was Cliff. His name Cliff. What else would you call him?
1: So uh, our other buddy, uh, we call him the HBK, the Heartbreak Kid. Oh, God. Because he was the opposite of, a- <laughs> of that. <laughs> He was a very uh, rotund uh, fellow, going going bald. Uh, uh, or usually just wore some gym gym shorts and a t shirt. At uh, Mo- was Jim.
0: He was Jim short guy. Yeah, yeah, he's Jim short guy. I was HPK. We should at some point tell stories about really weird people from our high schools. I bet. I bet that oh, would man. be fun. Yeah, I got some good ones. Yeah, I bet you do, Mister Fucking
1: Keymaker. Uh, anyway, so Faber and Those I... Those were
0: earlier days, okay. <laughs> so Faber and you had a local access television show. Called Citizen's Arrest, <laughs> where we played. Was it actually on local access television? Yeah, yeah. We did a whole how season. How did you get that?
1: It was actually aired in Cincinnati. Uh, we got interviewed on Cincinnati News <laughs> for our how TV show. show? How, did, how did you get that show? When I was 19. you get
0: how did you get it?
1: I don't really know. Uh, we started making the this is before like YouTube was big and all that shit. Like this is just yeah. when you had like the internet was like when I was nineteen, and uh, so the idea of the show was uh, we we played two uh, two men in their early forties who have tried their whole life to be on the police force and they just never got there, and so they're just fuck ups, and so they. They started doing their own kind of cops style reality show called Citizen's Arrest. <laughs> and the whole premise of the sh- it was all improv. So we would have, an, a, like, a loose idea of the episode, and then we would yeah. just, like, nothing was actually, like, written, no dialogue. Right. And so we just played these two characters. Uh, mine was Chet Bailey. I had a mustache and a big belly. And uh, Faber was Steve McBlain. And he had a big handlebar mustache and all these, like, nice, like, Steve Martin-esque, like, suits that he would wear. And uh, they were just two fuck-ups. But here's the thing. Their fuck-ups would actually lead to people, like, real crime getting solved. And so whatever crime we thought we were solving was like loosely attached to something real that was happening. And so our fuck up would kind of lead to that. And so that was the whole show. And we did uh, we did a season of it on on Cincinnati local access TV and eventually
0: a feature. film. Does it exist?
1: I'll send you a link.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll put it up on the on the tweeter. Maybe you should. Maybe you should.
1: <laughs> Whenever this should. episode comes out, I'll, I'll put a link up we, yeah, to Citizen's
0: Arrest. That should be your
1: share. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a crazy week. Is. It has been a crazy week. Uh, I guess You know what? My share is going to be this. Uh, if you have an American Express credit card, please send me the number. No. If you have an American Express credit card... Um, you can get the calm app. Like, uh, you can get a membership, a one year membership with them for free. Usually it's like $24 wow. a month or $29 a month, something like that. But if you have an American express credit card, you just type in the number or, you know, like your login for that. And you go to the, uh, the benefits, uh, section of your credit card and you can, it'll give you a code you can put in and you get the calm meditation app for free for up to a year Uh, i highly suggest it since we do not know when this hell on earth will ever end if donald trump will ever concede if you're ever going back to work if your kid's ever going back to school when a vaccine comes out Or quarantine is lifted. There are so many questions that are unanswered, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who are uh, depressed, uh, anxious, uh, angry, all of these things. And especially with this, with suicide rates are up 200% since lockdown happened in March, which is fucking unreal. Um, So uh, the Calm app is something that helps me. Uh, I'm not a great meditator. (laughs) I find it very hard to like sit in one place and focus and do what you're supposed to do uh, without taking a quick nap. Um, but maybe that's what meditation is. Uh, so I highly suggest getting the calm app. It makes it so easy. There's like guided meditation. It's, it's great. Uh, I know there's a couple other apps out there that, that you can get as well to help out, but calm is really fucking cool. It also has like, um, some sleep, uh, uh, Benefits in there that help you go to sleep easier and better, and set timers and alarms for you to get full REM cycles and all that good stuff. So
0: make sure you check out the uh, Calm uh, app. Yeah, good. I, I I'm glad that you dig that app. I've been considering it. Yeah, I've just been doing stuff like free stuff on Spotify, like meditation, like guided meditation. There was stuff. A, another app that I um, really
1: liked. Um, You can go on. I'll, let me look it up. I, I God, it's
0: yeah. But I've just been I've just been getting into it. That's something we should talk about at some point in the future. Uh Headspace is the other app that's yeah, really, really, I've heard really, really, of, really heard good. Of Headspace. Yeah. yeah. Um cool. Uh my uh as has come to be the trend, my share is significantly less important. <laughs> um but uh so this show called Big Little Lies. Oh yeah. On HBO. Mm-hmm. It's a soap opera with pathos is what it is. If you've ever been so good, if you, if you've just, you know, I used to watch soap operas with my grandma uh, when I stayed home with my grandma and it was always like, it's kind of mesmerizing in that it's like, it's kind of normal people, but there's always some real abnormal thing that ties them that like adds the drama in a soap opera. Right, And then in a soap opera, it also feels like there's just absolutely no requirement to do anything that's like reasonable or truthful at all. But in this show, it feels like if it took all the best elements of the soap opera and actually added like a, an element of seriousness to it, um, that it seems like it could actually happen in a real world setting. Um, but the casting's incredible. Um, yeah, Yeah, it feels like when the The sound, it seems like, oh, the soundtrack is so solid. It seems like when the when the book was written, they must have just been writing with these these women in in, in mind, because like uh, Laura Dern's character plays out like a greatest hits of all the Laura Dern stuff you expect. Same with (laughs) same with uh, Nicole Kidman. It's the role that Nicole Kidman was like you needs to play like she just embodies that perfectly Incredible. same same with Reese Witherspoon it's just a great great cast um really fun dramatic super dramatic hyper dramatic kind of soap opera show three seasons two two yeah um but I but I just uh read an article that was published like at the end of October that was Nicole Kidman saying that like a new story's coming and then it's like season three is probably gonna happen. So that's pretty cool. But season two kind of had a nice bow there at the end. I think they could leave it there and I'd be happy. Yeah. But I'm certainly gonna watch three if it happens.
1: I bought the soundtrack is so good. Um and it's the intro music is great too. It's uh so great. Michael uh, starts with a K Michael what is it um, I saved it on my spotify but I can't remember something uh, about I bought his his uh, his album on on vinyl and if you really? think it sounds great as <laughs> theme music you should hear and a whole album by him it's incredible and it's one of my my favorite vinyls to play it's so rich and it's sound there's so much texture like it's man it, it fills up the whole house and it's it's man it it's it's real
0: good doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like some mixing engineers like take full advantage of the of the the platform of vinyl, and some don't. Like yeah. sometimes you just get a record and you just go, okay, and other times you are like, oh, this is what vinyl's all about. Like yeah. this guy just gets how to mix for vinyl. Um, the the uh, Jason Isbell did a, a record uh, live at the at the Ryman mm-hmm. in in Nashville, and and the record the vinyl for it is incredibly done. It sounds so good. And um, it's everything you want it to be. I tell you Um, who makes great
1: vinyls is uh, Nathaniel Ratliff. Um, Obviously his stuff with the Night Sweats is really strong, but his solo stuff before is so fucking good. It's just him and an acoustic guitar. And uh, it's incredibly moving. And there's just so much feeling and emotion and texture in his uh, in
0: his in his vinyls. Love a good vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Alright, bud. Alright, man. Love you, man. Love you. It's great talking Talk to you. Talk to you later, buddy. Bye. See ya. Hey what's up? It's Ryan. I appreciate you listening in on our phone calls, you beautiful weirdo. If you would, follow us on Twitter at Speakerphone Pod. That's at S-P-E-A-K-E-R-P-H-O-N-E-P-O-D. Speakerphone pod. We're gonna be sharing links to the stuff we reference and other things we find funny and we'd love you to join the conversation. In the meantime, if you're looking for more high quality content, check out 4D Podcast Network. They were kind enough to invite us into their family, and we think you'll dig the rest of the roster. Appreciate you.